case Stop dwelling on empty words Stop stalling in the doorway And cancel the cruise control Switching in the manual Don't you wanna feel right again? Don't you wanna feel whole? Don't you wanna feel... podcast that talks about all tv everything tv we're excited to do this uh came up with this idea because uh on the size up uh we how can i put this you're always talking about stuff and heather doesn't watch no, no, tv no. No, 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 we're talking about yeah. um so because of that we decided that we were going to keep this podcast train running uh, and we were going to talk about these TV shows that we, we want to talk about instead of threatening Heather uh, to watch certain shows. We made her watch Insecure, and I think she said, you know, after that, that's it. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so we're going to keep it uh, like that. Uh, but we, we're, we're going to talk about TV, so we won't be on here for 100 hours. That's not what we're doing. But what, right. we, hope, what we hope to accomplish by this podcast is to discuss shows um and and talk about them talk about maybe even some tv movies as well um like right now you said you started bad hair and didn't like it i i started it i haven't i haven't finished it so i'll give my two cents once i once i once i finish it um but i do want to talk about real quick um the the tv file lineup um okay Last week, Blackish, uh, the Connors, um, and the Goldbergs premiered um, last week. A lot of these TV shows are premiering as you know as time goes on. Um, there are some shows that I particularly like and I am very fond of uh, that I feel like are going to be premiering a little later on. We did get some reboots of some game shows, uh, Supermarket Sweep. I love it. Me and my mama, we watched. We was we watched Supermarket Sweep when I was a kid in the eighties. Right, right. So when they came back on, I'm like right on her bed. <laughs> watching Supermarket up, Sweep. Watching Supermarket Sweep. Right. I'm like, dang, I need to be on that show. I mean, it would be awesome to be on Supermarket Sweep. I love Leslie Jones. She is the new host of Supermarket Sweep. Uh, I also like trying to do that. I hate grocery shopping. But I do so much of it, I feel like I kind of know, you know what I'm saying, what is going to cost the most money so we can win the millions or the thousands or whatever they're giving away. Uh, and then hold up, hold up. It'd be so funny because my mom like, you know that answer? You know that answer? You need to be on that show. I'm yes. like, yes, I really do. Yes. Um, but I'm like, I want the groceries. I'm getting big turkeys, ham, the big wheel of cheese, you gonna and the diapers, and turkey. I can sell the diapers. Right. The baby food, the baby owl is one of the most expensive owls. Besides some of the meat, that baby owl is gonna get you. Uh you gonna be you gonna be real, real broke going down the baby owl in any store. I just want you to know diapers alone are just atrociously priced. It just doesn't make sense. 
And then also I get a whole bunch of vitamins. Vitamins, <laughs> vitamins are good. Vitamins are good. So yeah, you have you have your thing. So I'm so I'm super excited about that. Who wants to be a millionaire? Um, and Rest then the weakest link. Right. Uh, who's hosting? Who wants to be a millionaire? Um, Jimmy Kimmel. I'm gonna put it okay. up. That's funny. So I'm I'm with that. And then then of course you got um card shots. I keep saying Sue from from uh, Glee. I know her name in real life. She's hosting the Jamie Lynn. Huh? Is it Jamie Lynn? No, 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 no. Uh-uh. No. Are uh, you talking about um the weakest link? Yeah. Who name is Jamie? That is not her name. <laughs> that is not her name. Oh, hold on. It ain't Jamie. It's something else, but it ain't Jamie. <laughs> it starts with a de- It starts with the J. Jane Lynch. There you go. That's her name. Jane Lynch. Okay. That's who it is. Um, so those shows have premiered. Uh, I haven't checked all of them out, but I'm interested in seeing how it goes. Now, do you know. ever watch The Weakest Link? I used to watch it when the English lady did The Weakest the Link. I haven't seen it since then. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to spoil it for you. Okay. Are you going to play the first person, the first game a black woman won. Oh, yes. You know what? And it's funny because I root for everybody black every time. It be Wheel of Fortune. It could be uh, Family. Whatever the game is, I'm root for everybody black. The black family gonna win. The black family, you know, so we do that. So, But I'm like this. I'm like, I should be on the weakest league too. But I got to have a strategy on that game. Yeah, you gotta, have, I, if, you gotta be able to really, really, um, Come up with a lot with that one. So that is. Um. By the way, I didn't say our names at all. This is so crazy. Uh. My name is Faith, and I'm Wendy. <laughs> so it, and this is it's on. That's the name of the podcast. Uh. Again, all things TV. So that's our goal. So um. Those were just a couple of things that premiered. Um. This is us premieres this week. Uh. I think some NBC stuff premieres this week. So I'm gonna, I'm looking out for that. This is supposed to be a two hour premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of emotions going on uh, mm-hmm. between the brothers. So that's gonna be interesting to watch. I'm gonna make sure that I record that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna record I'll it be, too. I'll be on my way in for football practice tomorrow night. Um, at any rate- Even though you can see it on Hulu the next day. You always can see it on Hulu, but I like to watch stuff the night of sometimes. And then if I miss some, I'll go back and watch it. But um, so let's 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 get into what we are going to talk about tonight. Uh Lovecraft Country. I, I hate that we didn't get started. Um I literally hate that we didn't get started prior to uh I know. Now. We were trying to we was on we were glimming. On hope that Heather would say, "Okay, I'm gonna watch it." Too, gonna do it. it. I knew Heather wasn't gonna do it. Uh, so <clears throat> <laughs> because of this, um, I feel like we should have started this a long time ago. There are several podcasts out there for the show. We're basically doing a recap. Um, this is gonna be put into two episodes. So we're gonna start with episodes one through five and just kind of break everything down. At the end, I will, at the end of next week's episode, we'll talk about like the music and the fashion and that sort of thing. 
uh because okay. i definitely want to get into to that um so uh i was super excited when i was watching i can't remember if it was insecure was still on or which which show it was that was on and i saw this preview for the show with black people and i was excited um, do you think it was um i may destroy you it may have been well it could have been when insecure was getting ready to go off and i may destroy you was was on still because i may destroy you premiere in the middle maybe of insecure or cl close to the end of insecure i may destroy you uh premiere so i love hbo shows except when they get real stupid and like when it's coming to an end of a series so you know game of thrones i do not like we built all that up only for Jon snow not to be the king of anything uh <laughs> like i was real Jon snow better be glad that that dragon didn't burn him to a crisp well and let me say this i was rooting for old johnny boy i was i literally was rooting for him uh and then they got us all hyped up like John was gonna kill the the, the White Walker, and Aria killed the White. Like I, I was Man. just ugh. Aria was the bitch. You hear me? Oh, yeah, I love. She, I love. She Aria. was the girl. She like she was. <laughs> Aria didn't care. Aria said, "Listen, <laughs> I'm a girl with no name." You hear me? Uh, <laughs> and she got her revenge on everybody. On everybody. Um. So yes. So I, I don't like it. And then I watched True Blood, but when it got towards the end, it started getting real stupid again. So here we go. Lovecraft Country. Um, this, this show is set in the 50s. Um, it brings to light uh, racism. Uh, it brings to light <coughs> Jim Crow. Uh, mm -hmm. And it taught us some history lessons because there were some historical figures that we saw throughout the series that none of us were really taught about um, in in school period i feel mm -hmm. like the school system has failed us <laughs> i literally do i learned more history watching this show now of course we knew about uh things like emmett till and uh, uh we knew about jim crow racism and uh how if you were in the north or in the south it didn't matter racism was still there a, B, C, D, E, F, G, so on and so forth. Um, but the main theme of the show throughout is is a question that you that, that you know the answer to is who's scarier? Is it monsters or is it the white people? <laughs> and I think it was the white people. It was the white people because they were they were crazy. So this story starts off with a young man by the name of Atticus. What is Atticus's last name? This is so sad. Freeman. Freeman. Atticus Freeman. It's different in the book. I've been reading the book and watching the show. And I'm, I'm not done with the book. Um, but Atticus Freeman um, comes home to Chicago after uh, living in Florida for some time after the war, working in Florida. Um, and he comes home because he got a letter saying that his father uh, needed him to meet him in this weird place. Of course, he couldn't figure it out. So he came home to ask his uncle to decipher his father's handwriting. Um, and there's this place called Ardem. Now, apparently uh, this history of his family, of his mom's side that he never knew of uh, was something that his mom never talked about, never discussed. 
Um, and we'll find out later um, some, some symbolisms to some of the things uh, that we as a black community in our black household, uh, we were we were told not to touch certain things in the house and, and that's sort of mm-hmm. thing. So we'll get into that. Um, but Atticus comes home, he talks to his uncle, his uncle, they all love books. He, his uncle and his dad love to read and I love that about this. Yes. Um, yes. The fact you think that, about it though, you think about it, that time and era, that's all you had as a, you know, that's all right. you really had. You didn't have the TV, you didn't have, you had TV and you probably had like two channels. If you had two channels, you were uh, awesome. My yeah. mom, I remember my mom told me, you know, my mom was born in 43. Okay. And she said that her, you know, her house, she was the, they were the second family to get a TV. Right, right. And they right. used to pay people, they used to charge people to come and watch TV. To watch the TV. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you think about it, that's that time period that you had books. So that would open up your imagination. Right. And you would, you know, we don't get that now. If you yeah. have a child that loves to read, you are blessed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so go ahead. Yeah. So so um they did, they they read and they read avidly and, and avidly, my bad. Um, and they read a lot. And so they liked a lot of books. Well, what the series uh was um based on it's called Lovecraft Country well there is an author who was a very racist author but one of sci-fi's greatest authors of all times his name is H.P. Lovecraft he was extremely racist extremely racist all of his writings he's dogging black people out you know left and right the niggers this and that sort of thing uh, by the way, this is not none of the podcasts that I do, except for the family friendly ones, are going to be um, G rated. Right there, you go, G rated. So uh, I just want people to understand and realize that this is for grown people. So if some if some words come out, <laughs> don't let the kids hear it unless you if you okay with it. Unless you're okay with it. Um. So what what happened? Uh, in this story is that um, Atticus is, is, is he's getting with his uncle, they're, they're sitting down, they're coming up with a plan, and they decide that they're going to take a trip um, to this place, um, and, and you meet Letty, uh, Letty who is um, kind of like a traveler, I like to say uh, a symbolism of a gypsy who goes from place to place, occasionally come back home, borrow some money, do her th- thizzle, and then she out. Well, uh, Letty is kind of a free spirit, and you see uh, at the beginning of the episode, or close to the beginning of the episode, after we've met uh, Atticus and George and Dee and Hippolyta, uh, Dee and Hippolyta, we'll talk about that a little later, uh, but after, <laughs> after we um, meet them and kind of see, you see uh, uh, Atticus is going around trying to find out where his father is and trying to look for clues, so he goes to this bar uh where the bar owner sammy uh and he his father are close we'll find out how close sammy is okay you don't want to say that <laughs> not not now uh but we're gonna find out how close they are a little later on but you <laughs> you saw what he caught him doing right oh yeah he caught him caught him getting some slappy toppy uh okay. in the back of the, in the back of the bar so um so yes sammy told him some white guy came 
you know, looking for his dad, talking to him, and he left out, and they hadn't seen him, hadn't seen him in like a couple of weeks. So Atticus thought that was strange because, of course, black people and their feelings for white people in this time also was not the very best uh, because they were they were heavily mistreated by by the white uh, population. So why are you making that face? <laughs> What is that? Okay, that's why I was like, mm -mm, it's some oh, this that hair that when that person had all that dangerous stuff. First of all, they white. All they gotta do is wash that hair. That was just extremely nasty. You have just let yourself go, man. I'm trying not to throw up. Don't watch it. <laughs> that's why I change. I, I change it. I'm sorry. Go oh. ahead. <laughs> so, um, so now here, here we are. Um, they devise a plan to leave and of course letty is going because she needs to she's going to go stay with her brother because her sister want her, can, will only allow her to stay for a couple of nights and of course you see the tension between the sisters what i want to ask you wendy mm -hmm. um because i'm you know i'm in all the not all the lovecraft country groups but i'm in a couple of lovecraft country groups mm -hmm. uh, on facebook um and i listen to a few pot a couple of podcasts um do you think that Letty and Ruby's issues, besides the fact that Letty ain't ain't shit, because Letty ain't for real, but it's colorism. Do you think it's colorism? Because they had a really big debate this morning on Facebook about this, and I was like, oh my god, y'all! And they felt like they did not really delve into the colorism arc. I think it it was a root of it, especially when. When we go to the third episode, when she was grumbling off at the mouth and she said the money that mama left. And I kind of thought that, well, you maybe, you know, maybe she thought that, even though we know who really did the money for her, right. you know. Right. Um, I kind of felt like she was like, felt like, okay, I didn't even go to my, you didn't even go to mama's funeral, but I did. So are you, I mean, I'm not understanding why and I had you got the money and I ain't getting nothing. So I guess it could have been like, okay, is it because you lighter than me? You're like, you know, this is what I was thinking when I was getting at it, you know. So you know, because because let me see the reason why I say that, because if you look at siblings, um let me take my um nieces, for example. I got a uh, 20 year old niece and an 18 year old niece. Mm -hmm. The 20-year-old niece is light-skinned. 18-year-old niece is a tad bit darker than I am. But the 18-year-old niece is more beautiful than the 20-year-old. Mm -hmm. The only thing the 20-year-old got is she's beautiful too, but the 18-year-old is more beautiful. Mm -hmm. I'm more beautiful. I'm talking about with the hair. She got the hair, the natural curly hair. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the knees did the 21, the 20 year old did not. Like me, Kunta Kenta here. I got you. We here. It's in between. It's, it's in, in between. between. Okay, mine ain't. But she's light skinned. <laughs> and her father's grand, her, her father's, her paternal grandparents treated the 20 year old niece better than the, the 18 year old niece because the 20 year old niece was light skinned as a baby. So when, they, me, when they was growing up. Right. So let me say this. Let me tell you why I don't think it's a colorism issue. And, and the reason why I don't think it's a colorism issue is because, again, as I said before, Letty is not shit. Uh, most times, the younger sibling 
the younger sibling comes in and, and, I, and I'm and I'm gonna I'm go a little further with that but most times the younger sibling is the brat of the family the nor, normally nine times out of ten I said nine times out of ten I didn't okay, say you I, I, be that one. I ain't talking about you I said <laughs> in nine times out of ten the the youngest child is the brat the youngest child is everybody caters to that younger child and if something happens with that younger child you feel an obligation as a big sister or a big brother to take care of their younger sibling. And it seems like Ruby was just tired. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Lady always came to town. When she came to town, she came for money. She was always calling her brother and sister and asking them to send her money all the time. Always. She didn't have no job. She was just, hey, my brother and sister take care of me. So to mm -hmm. me, I got tired. This is the other thing. This is the other reason why I didn't think it was a colorism issue. The reason why I think it was a colorism issue was because the mama treated all of them the same. The mama didn't care about neither one of them children, period. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mama didn't do nothing but but for herself, period. She didn't do nothing for them kids. She had them, she, she, she left, she, and she left them uh, <laughs> for some man or for whatever reason. So I didn't think it was a colorism issue per se that needed to be delved into. What I, what I, how can I put this? There are some things with the story that I believe that they they didn't touch and they needed to touch and they didn't touch with a 10 foot pole. Uh, so they just and maybe they the will they maybe they will if there's a season two. Right. It, but my thing is this she got away with a lot of stuff, Letty. What did she get away with? I mean, I'm just saying just the, her the, her character, the background of her character. If they're if she keeps going to brother sister and they doing whatever they she doing. got away with it because she was the baby and that's what that's what I'm talking about. She got away with that because they felt obligated to take care of their baby sister. Do you understand what I'm saying? She was the baby of the family. They weren't putting up with her crap. They were sick of her. Her brother was sick of her. Her sister was sick of her. That's what I got. I didn't get. I don't like you because you light skin. You know what I'm saying? Or you get away with stuff because you light skin. Because Letty still got arrested. Letty was mm -hmm. sitting in jail for her mama's funeral. And I mean, we'll get to that. But Letty still got arrested. She was protesting. Mm -hmm. She was fighting. She was doing whatever she needed to do and, and kind of getting through life however she could get through it. But she what she didn't care about nobody but herself. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get that Ruby had a problem with her. Or they let it feel like she was better than her sister because she was lighter skinny. I don't, I never got that. Throughout the series, I never got that. And, you know, maybe I'm not looking at it through that type of lens. And maybe I should. I considered it. I considered right. it. I was like, mm. But I never got that. I didn't get it because, again, Letty wasn't, I'm telling you, Letty, Letty just was not who Letty was supposed to be. Letty was not a contributing citizen to society and them folk was tired of taking care of Letty. That's all it seemed like. So when Ruby put her foot down at that point, because it's like, first of all, our mama died. You weren't here for the funeral, but now you came because you need some money. I'm tired of you. You see what I'm saying? That, that's what I got from that. Um, and maybe it was implied. It could have definitely been implied. Um, but it seemed like she was just tired. And the brother too. The brother was sick and tired. Then mine said, I'm sick. I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> so what you gonna do? I could clean. I could cook. No, you can't, nigga. I need, what happened to the money I sent you? you? I mean, if you listen to the conversations, 
it's mm-hmm. like every time we hear from you it's because you need some money or you need us to bail you out or you need us to do a b c d e f and g so <laughs> that's what it seemed like to me and again you know people i i, I think let, let, let me say this and i'm gonna move on from the colorism thing mm-hmm. i think we project what we've gone through in our lives on onto other people and a lot of people that are having this big colorism argument it's a problem in our community yes it is definitely a problem in our community um it is definitely an issue that you know older people uh treat mistreat like you were saying earlier about your nieces uh old people treat uh kids different Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. one is light skin and the other one's dark. Mm-hmm. You got you got guys who would prefer to date lighter skinned women or exotic women. Uh, fifty six. No, uh, it's like this. I had no dating life in high school. Right. Nobody like, wanted my like number. That. Well, I think my my issue was I was scared of my mama, and my mama was scared. You know. I just that's what I feel. My Nobody issue. wanted my number. I wasn't light enough. I didn't have light, I didn't have long hair. I wasn't light skin. And that's what I'm saying. So those people that are being put on those types of pedestals, and it's an issue. It definitely is an issue. I didn't get it from this. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get it from this this series at all. Um, because I didn't see her get away with anything. I, I saw her get arrested. When she went and busted them folk windows out, she was because she was tired. Them folk came and picked her up. <laughs> Man, no, no, look. They um got all the guns. Right. Um Ruby's car. She drove off. Right. She already knew. They gave her the jacket. They already knew. Yeah. The they already knew. Get down. They going to jail. So I, I didn't see her get away with much of any. I just did not. Um, so first episode. Uh, these people decided, and let me say this: Black people don't go places where we don't. Let let me let me just go here. Let's talk about scary movies real quick, and how you got the black person, you got mm-hmm. the white people, and then you got mm-hmm. the niggas. Okay, mm-hmm. and the niggas is gonna live. So I'm gonna give you a perfect example of when I found out the formula of horror movies and how this is always going to be the formula for horror, for horror movies. Because people say, well, the black person always dies first. Nope, 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 nope. So let's go to Deep Blue Sea real quick. Deep Blue Sea, I knew LL was going to die. That's what I knew. Because Samuel L is always the nigga in all his movies. Samuel yeah. L going to survive in the end of the movie. But when he no. was giving that speech over that opening, where them sharks was, and that shark came out of nowhere in the middle of that main speech and gobbled him up, I said, well, dang. I thought Samuel L was going to survive. I was like, ooh, I'm He didn't survive Jurassic Park, but you didn't see him get killed Jurassic you Park. Didn't get, you didn't see him get killed in, in, in Jurassic Park. But baby, everything else, I've seen Samuel and Samuel ends up at the end. You know, snakes on the plane. He killed them mother effing snakes on that mother effing plane. I'm tired of these mother <laughs> snakes on this. <laughs> I, think, I think that's his favorite word. Yeah, I think it is too. Um, however, I just knew that he was going to survive in this movie. LL 
was 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 the guy who survived. He was the Negro in the movie. Brandy and Makai Pfeiffer. Let's talk about, I still know what you did last summer because I knew Brandy was going to die because I said, this is Makai Pfeiffer. Ain't no way in the world he going to let these folks get him. Ain't no he way got, in the world. He got yanked. He, he got, got yanked. Baby. Yes. He got got. So Brandy ended up being the Negro at the end of the movie. So this is what I say. We as a as a people, as a whole collective, we're not going as a group of people to the scary stuff. We're not going to the unknown. So what I thought was interesting was, yes, you're going to go get your daddy. But see, let me tell you about love. <laughs> and where the Lord will have to work on me. Because if my daddy got caught up in autumn somewhere, guess where faith ain't finna go to autumn? Because I don't know nothing about autumn. <laughs> Ryan would just have to be okay. I love him. I love him, God. I would pray. Ministering angels in charge of Wayne. Uh, <laughs> that's what it would be. So they go to the unknown and they are looking for Montrose. And in them looking for Montrose, here we go. They ain't told you where Montrose was. Oh, well, my bad. I done skipped over Chagoffs. So <laughs> they go through Devon County, Devon County or Devon County or whatever. Where there's an extremely racist sheriff who it's the sunrises in the sunset town. Right. So sunset towns. Now I've heard of this as a kid, but I've never known the correct term for them. I've always heard of places that you don't want to be as a black person on your own by yourself, just chilling. Just don't okay. Want to hold be. on. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx's sister passed. Oh no, the sister that was in his video. And he was the one that had Down syndrome? Yeah. 36 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. I just okay. shared it on our, on the size of it. I'm yeah, sorry. We were Go ahead. About that. Yeah. Um, so they go extremely racist cops uh, and all the way uh, through everything, um, Christina Braith White, who is, I say, villain of the story, um, has she's following them because they she knows that they're on their way to um to Artem and she she was in Chicago when they was packing up she was in Chicago when they was packing up correct however she kept switching out so this is where we 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 were figuring out at the time in the group that William and Christina are the same person we we didn't quite see it but everybody kept saying they ain't never in the same scene together. Something ain't quite right. And then so, the episode where she walked in the house and he walked out to pick the um the police. Oh, I knew then. Bed. Yeah, I knew then when she walked out and, and, and he walked in that, that that happened. So here we go. We gotta speed it up because we can't be on here all, all evening. Um all so right. they go, they go to in the middle of nowhere in Devon County. They get out of the one sunset town, but the sheriff from the other town, which is Devon County, is waiting on them. Because, again, we sunset, so they get them out the car, they get ready to kill them, and then all of a sudden, here comes Chagall, snatching them up. Woo! Now, I have a theory. Okay. Those Chagall, I think they are the townspeople. I thought that as well. However, when I saw the cow birth the Chagall, 
in the in episode two. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Then I didn't mm-hmm. think that, and then they were going in and out of the grounds and stuff. So I thought maybe, but no, because if you bite, if you bite, keep in mind when the when the when the um, sheriff got bit, he turned into one, kind of mm-hmm. like a vampire. So I don't. Mm-hmm. They can't change from Shagoth to human, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do think we they were too close to Artem which is supposed to be protected. They were too close to Artem. And I also believe that not only were they too close to Artem, but I believe that Christina helped them along the way. Because when they went to the other town where they thought they were going to go eat at a, a Black-owned restaurant and, the, and, and they found out the War of 1812, where they, the reason why the White House is actually white is because during the War of 1812, it was fire and white paint was the only thing that could cover it up. So, so with hmm. that being said, a lot of people didn't know that. I was like, for real? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's why the White House is white. A lot of people don't realize that or know that, but that's why it's white. So they use that white house, that white paint to paint. And you notice on the inside of that, that, that cafe that they were in, it was mm-hmm. all white. And so when Tick or Atticus moved that, moved that uh, tile out the way and saw that they had burned that building down, and had just put some white people in there to take over. That's what happened. A lot of that took place. And it was kind of foreshadowing to a later episode where we see uh, the Tulsa uh, massacre massacre take place and happen. Uh, but that's what happened back in those days. If black people had businesses that were rivaling, were rivals of white businesses, there was a problem. You didn't want me to come at your establishment and support your business, or you didn't want to treat me like a human, but Mm -hmm. you also didn't want me to have what I needed to have in order to do what I needed to do. So Mm -hmm. uh, that was a whole thing as well back then at that point in time. So I like how they mixed in the history with the scary crap, with these shagoths and this weird stuff. Yes, I love it. I absolutely love it. Another thing. So, so, so hold on, the black cigar. We're gonna get to the black cigar. We're gonna get to the black cigar. I don't. I can't remember the nickname that they called him in the group. And I was like, "Are y'all crazy?" And on one of the podcasts, they called him a blog off instead of a sugar. They called him a blog because he's a black cigar. Uh, really, really cool. So, a cigar for those of you who may have seen the show or not. There is this big old monstery thing that has a whole bunch of eyes. And they, uh, it seems like the white ones are sensitive to light. Mm-hmm. Um, not, they're sensitive to light. That don't mean they ain't gonna eat you if you don't flash light in your in their face. That means they're just sensitive to light. <clears throat> but they um, didn't when, when Letty was flashing the light on them. When she, she did, because those lights were brighter than, for instance, they were huddled around them when they did the, um, what are those things called? Um, the um, the red the, things. The the um the the the, the flare guns. Yes, when they did the flare guns, they were surrounding them, and what called them off was the whistle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's fast forward. At the end of all this mess, they didn't got attacked by the Chagalls. The Chagas were called off by Christina or Dale. I can't remember which one. I know Dale had the whistle in the next episode. So 
get to episode two. They're in this big old beautiful house. And my favorite song of all time. In the Deluxe apartment, the baby, the gowns that Letty tried on, the the clothes fit her like a glove. And, they had, and I think with those with those two introductions, where you saw Letty open the door and she's dancing off of that song, and you see Uncle George, they um the um who um Christina, her daddy, whoever the whoever owned that house knew what their inner passion was. Right. And I think that has something to do with the magic. So uh, this is also a story about magic. Uh, <laughs> I think that also has something to do with the magic. Not only that, these are the desires of their heart. These are things that are going on in their head. These are the very favorite books of, uh, of, of George. They had all of Atticus's favorite books. What are you laughing at? Lord God. This girl got a shirt. And this a... a... <laughs> This is what the shirt looks like. And it says, I'm not sugar and spice and everything nice. I'm sage and hood. And I wish a motherfucker. A motherfucker. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I don't um, need that shirt in my life. Right, absolutely. So I I I so they get to the house, all these things that these people love in a door are right there. Clothes fit them perfectly, everything. So George and Letty living it up and Tick is in deep thought because he's like, last night we got attacked by these white people then all of a sudden these monsters came out of nowhere. They and they looked at him like he crazy. crazy. Huh? And they looking at him like he crazy. They like. were. But we come to find out is that when they, while they're looking at him like he's crazy because of this whistle. So the whistle that blew the previous evening, the whistle blew again. That's the whistle. So... So the, when they heard, when you heard the whistle, they called the shagas off of them while they were in the cabin. And then they left the cabin and started walking towards the house. So they walking through the town. When they when they get up, they sit down and eat lunch. Uh, Tick is trying to tell them what's going on. They don't remember what happened. They were being watched by William, of course, who was also Christina, which I'm sorry, I gave it away if you're looking for a story time here. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we um, need to make a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. If you haven't watched the show, we're gonna spoil it for you. They're gonna Oh yeah, this is a spoiler alert. Straight up spoiler alert. If you ain't watched the show, sorry, don't listen. Wait till after, or if you don't care and you just want the Cliff Notes version of it, that's fine by all means. Join us. Join us. Uh, so, so they um they uh sitting down and eating. Letty is like, hey, I need some. Y'all know these folks don't season this food. I need I some need salt, some need right? Some pepper. <laughs> pepper. I need to season this stuff. So they had to sit down. They left to go visit, ventured out to the town, but was told that they needed to be back by dinner. They go. This is the weirdest thing ever. First of all, I know in places where there are not a lot of black people or there are not any black people, period, people look at those black people like they're a spectacles, like I've only ever seen you on TV. I'm going to give you an example. My sister went to Maine for um, prep school over the summer when mm -hmm. she was in high school. Mm -hmm. She and her friend. Now, the friend that went with her is about my complexion. Of course, you know, Timberless complexion. 
they looked at them like they had literally never seen black people ever before in life. Look at friend who, who went to Maine. Um, she did an internship in Maine. They were doing um stuff for sharks because she wanted to be in um she her, her degree was in, in biology. She you know in the, when we was in high school she said she was gonna find a cure for AIDS. I'm like you know I'm wondering what she's doing now. But um she said they were like that because she had to go to Maine. And she said they were like that. I just don't understand. Like oh my god, I've never seen. Well, these people act, acted as though Tick, Letty, and Uncle George were not present. Period. They minded their business. They paid no mind to what was going on. It was it was weird. So then they see Dale because they hear the whistle that was blown the night before, and of course Uncle George and Letty thinking he got shell shocked from the war. You know, some he talking about monsters and all this other stuff. He lost his mind. What what on earth is happening? Mm -hmm. Tick runs through the village. The people are not looking at him like he's crazy because again, they're all white. There's not a black person that lives in this here village. And we meet Dale. So Dale has these mangy mutt mutt dogs, and when they tell her who you know they are, that sort of thing. They're asking about this building that looks like a prison. Um, looks like it has a dungeon. Uh, <laughs> kind of like the Count of Mon Monte Cristo. Right, which is his dad's favorite book. So George's favorite book, is, uh, not George's, Montrose's, who, who is Atticus's father, Montrose Freeman, uh, favorite book is the Count of Monte Cristo. And if you're not familiar with the story, um, these two guys, one of the guys did this guy in for the blood, uh, and so he sought out to get revenge. So they meet up in a bar. They, you know, hollering, talking to each other. Come on back to my place. I got some more of this, this stuff at the house. I got a better brand, actually. So if you come on to the house, everything's going to be all good. Well, he had a, like a, a, a dungeon or like a basement, but he was, he put the guy asleep. Some had a guy drank something, was knocked out. When he woke up, this wall had been built around him to where he could not get out of this basement. Nobody could hear him scream. Uh, <laughs> nothing. He couldn't escape. And he ended up dying there. So that, that's basically the, the, the cliff notes of the Count of Monte Crisco. So <laughs> that's his favorite book. So in the book he dies? I think he dies, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he dies. I haven't read it in a while. He, I but thought I think he got out and got revenge. I'm not sure. There is no telling, but that's okay. what the, that's what the story is. I have to go back and read it because again, I haven't read it in years. I think I might have read it when I was in the sixth grade or something. I don't know, but um, but so he um, Montrose gets out eventually. We'll get to that because I'm skipping. Uh, <laughs> so they look and they're looking in the in the thing, and so they're thinking that that's where they have Montrose because they've lied and said Montrose went to. Philadelphia with Christina to sign some paperwork or to meet with some lawyers or whatever lies they're telling them. And of course they don't believe them. So they're walking on through the village because Dale is crazy. Um, <laughs> Dale is saying some very racist things to them. Uh, Dale is a woman, by the way. Uh, but her and the, the crazy dogs are accosting them or whatever, I don't know. And so they decide to keep walking and they're walking and it's getting darker and they're going through the forest, which is pretty crazy. 
Uh, mm-hmm. When they go through the forest, a Chagall jumps out of nowhere and Christina blows the whistle to call the Chagall off. The Chagall goes under the ground and when she blows the whistle then uh, George and Letty have no clue what happened. It was like, oh my God, it happened again, didn't it? Because they didn't know why their clothes were dirty. They didn't know, you know what had happened or had just taken place. Um, Dale took them back to the house George met um, <clears throat> what is Braith White's what's her father's name I can't remember I forgot what his name that's how some insignificant he was because he was right. gone you don't need a president of the United States alone <laughs> one, or, the, or Sam from um, Ghost right you gonna leave that good old president of the United States I cannot remember his name it's gonna come to me but you see him getting his is it his liver spleen uh, I thought it was his kidney might be his kidney he's getting removed in his lab and then he starts discussing why he's there so the sons of adam is this samuel 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 braithwaite okay braithwaite um they have this cult called sons of adam they believe that they can return back to uh eden the garden of eden uh and and live eternally that's what they believe that's their whole mo um and they're not overt racist, like as in like the KKK or the skinheads or in any of those uh, extreme race racist groups. They're rich white racist. <laughs> That's what they are. They don't they don't associate with those groups because those groups are too poor for them. He's sixty years old. Is he trying to go? No, with, is he yes. Yes. Wow, he don't look 60. Okay. He looks fine as I don't know what. Baby, that's the president, baby, of the United States of America. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I digress. Um, so he is having his kidney taken out. He's explaining all this stuff to to um uh Atticus. Atticus still don't know exactly why he's there after this conversation. But he says something that makes Samuel mad. I think it's about his father. He wants to know where he is. I just want to take my father and go home. That's all I, I came here for this. I don't care about any of this stuff you're talking about. I just want to know where Montrose is and can we leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he needs him. He said, I want to see him to the ceremony. So this ceremony, I don't know, I said I was going to talk about the music and, and some of the things after the fact. Oh, let me back up. While they're waiting on dinner, I think. Is this before dinner or after dinner? What you talking about? This ain't this ain't it ain't, dinner ain't happened yet. Okay. I'm I'm talking about when the, they have the different things that are going on in their room and the people are watching them from the outside, like the people yeah. in the lodge. So yeah, that's before dinner. Okay. So the people in the lodge are um watching them experience these different things. So the first I thing didn't really understand about that. Okay, so so let's go here. Let's let's break that down real quick. Um, we're gonna start with Letty. Okay, first of all, before they go in, Christina walks um, Atticus back to his room, and Atticus is saying, you know, I don't even know why you gotta drag these folk into this. This is about me. They just came with me to help me find my dad, so we go back home. Now, uh, well, you the one brought them. Then I'm gonna tell you to bring. We only wanted you let them go and she was like 
no, they they're gonna have to stay here. Well, the other thing was he said, well then they got you got me looking crazy. They think it's something wrong with me, and so since mm-hmm. they think it's something wrong with me, remove the spell that you got on them, get making them forget the shadows and all this other crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she removes the spell, and immediately they screaming and they trying to get out and they can't get out of their room. And when Tick tries to run out to to go after him to check on them, make sure they're okay. He can't get out of his room either. So they have different things that are happening. So these are different fears. These are different um, things. Of course, we know Tick was running from something because when he went to his dad's house to stay the night before they left to go, he called somebody. It was a woman on the other end and he hung up in her face. She was like, I told you not to go back home. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out later that that's Gia. Mm-hmm. So told you not to go back home. You went okay. I, you I you about you that? You gonna die? You gonna die? You gonna die? Right. <laughs> so, um, so we know he's running from Gia. Um, however, Gia comes to life in the form of a soldier from Korea, and he's fighting Gia because he's running from her. She got something for him. He ends up killing Gia in this little reenactment that he has going on. So the war is something that plagues him. He's constantly having, you know, dreams about the war. Of course, he felt like he did some things that were unsavory over there. And we'll talk about that. Uh, <laughs> while he was a soldier, of course, he was taking orders, but it didn't make what he did right. Um, then you got Letty, who is a version number one. She has some type of attraction to Tick, but it's kind of like, it, that whole situation was like sexual assault. That's that's what I took that as. Um, because she's like, okay, Tick, stop. Like she was trying to tell him, hey. Oh yeah, yeah. I ain't yeah. never did this before, so we're gonna have to slow down, low down. You know what I'm saying? So that's not what exactly went, went forth and took place. Um, and so you see, she's trying to kill the snake because the, the snake is coming out of his pants. That's what's going on. Uh, and then the last little montage that took place or happened was Jordan. And let me tell you about Uncle Daddy is what we are affectionately calling call George. Him. Uncle Daddy. Uh, Uncle Daddy. Uh, Uncle George is extremely smart. So the love of Uncle George's life is, yes, Hippolyta. But before there was Hippolyta, there was Dora, who was Tick's mother. Um, Dora, Tick, and I mean, Dora, Montrose, and George came from Tulsa. Uh, okay. Okay. So was George and Dora the one dating at first? They were dating at first. And, and we'll talk about that because you're going to see that later on. Um, they were dating first. And then George left and went. I don't know where everybody went after Tulsa. I don't know if they all came to Chicago together or what happened, but it seemed like George was the first to leave home. And I think Montrose felt like George could have done more as his big brother to protect him from his abusive father. And they, mm-hmm. they kind of mentioned it a little bit. They don't touch on it, but you you don't get to see it till later on. Um, but Dora and Dora and, and George were supposed to go to prom. That it, Apparently that was their senior year. And that was their prom night that they were supposed to go the night that the Tulsa massacre took place. Okay. So with that being said, Dora lost her family 
We're not sure what's, what happened to, to great-granddaddy because we didn't see what happened to great-granddaddy. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the Tulsa episode. We had no clue what happened to great-granddaddy. We just saw great-granddaddy left and that was it. So, um, so, uh, so you got these different montages and they're trying to get them caught up. And of course, Tick and Letty kind of gets caught up. Uncle George is like, you ain't real, girl. <laughs> this ain't really you. You've been dead for years. Houseway. <laughs> so he immediately sees around. And now while George and Letty and Tick are trapped in their room, there is a bigger library. If, if George touches a door in his room and there is a bigger library in like down this corridor or whatever when he when he touches it's like kind of like a secret room and, and a lot of big houses they have little secret rooms little compartments you just touch and you can go behind something or whatever um so he goes to the library he gets the bylaws of the sons of adam and he reads it so then the bell rings because i guess this was cocktail hour for them so the bell rings for dinner and so Tick and, 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 and Uncle George is able to dress up and go. Um, lady has to stay, you know, go have dinner somewhere else, but she can't go to dinner. No women are allowed because they hate women, apparently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is kind of different from a book because from my understanding, and I haven't gotten to that part yet, but from my understanding, women were were leaders in the sons of adam as well so i don't i don't know how kind of how that panned out or why they decided to make that change um but it was, it was quite interesting so um of course they tell the, the white man to get out because hey i'm technically the closest thing to the 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 head of this we, we ordered all the white men except except for yeah, all the white yeah I need y'all to get out because guess what? You ain't got more claim to this than I do because I am the direct descendant of Titus Braithwaite, who the man who started all of this. So direct descendant um, because he was, you know, unusually kind to his slaves. <laughs> unusually kind. In essence, he was in them slaves' panties, okay? Uh, <laughs> making babies and whatnot. So, um, Tick's great-great-great-grandma escaped from slavery and was carrying his great-great-grandma, if I'm not mistaken, I think I, I think mm -hmm. I got this right, um, or great-grandma, great-great-grandma, and, um, and had her and was carrying her when she ran and escaped from the Breakaway house that burned down, the original house burned down because they tried to do the ceremony before. And uh, when they tried to do it before, it didn't work out, and all the men died in the house. They burnt, burnt up, or maybe they turned to the pillow of salt. The salt, the right? Like no, <laughs> right? <Kind of> salty. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you okay. ever see that special with um, Eddie Griffin when he was going over by who was going over the Bible? Eddie Griffin isn't the comedian Eddie Griffin. Yes, he did a he did a he did a HBO special. It was back in the late eighties, early nineties. When he was real big and it was 30 minutes and he did he did his own interpretation about the bible girl yeah it will give you life i'm gonna have to find that child oh girl it was so it's funny especially when he was talking about lot and um his wife mm -hmm. and he was like 
He was like, well, God said don't look back. And he, he said, you know about how women even, they're going to do whatever the men tell them to do. They're going to not do it. Right. Like, I don't want to look back. <laughs> and then he said, like said, it's kind of salty. Okay, let's go. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. I'm going to have to find that. So, um, so he told them to get out. He's demanding to see his father with my daddy, blah, blah, blah. Um, they leave because Sam Samuel is pissed off. But they leave and they were like, Well, we can't, Woody ain't gonna get us out of here as fast enough. We need to get, get your dad and get out of here. So they get together uh and they go steal the very foreign, expensive silver car, which was only a, a Chrysler in the book, but this was this was a uh I can't remember a Rolls Royce. A Rolls Rolls Royce in the okay. in the series. It was very nice, very, very nice. nice. And it oh. was really, it was a, um, the English car because she was driving on the wrong side. Oh, the wrong of the side. Car. Right. Um, and so he, um, girl, I need some tissue. No, I got, oh, I got a nap. Okay. So <laughs> my allergies have kicked my butt today. Oh my God. I was supposed to be going to get some elderberry syrup from one of my friends and I ain't got it yet. I've been supposed to get it since Friday. I need to go get it right now. Okay. At any rate, um, so he, um, they get away, or, or at least they think they got away. They, they find Montrose. They go to the, the thing. They knock Dale out unconscious, um, and, and they go down to the dungeon, and they see where Montrose is climbed his way out. So they run outside, and Montrose what y'all doing here? We came to get you. <laughs> what you mean? I can save my own self. I don't know what you thought this was. You know, he going on fussing all this stuff. So they get to the car. They think they finna go. They speed. They trying to get out of there. They in that car is fast. All of a sudden, there is a shield at, at the bridge where they're at, and it knocks them out. Right. Knocks them clean out. So with that being said <laughs> now do you think if they had the car the other car they would have left they would, no. would it, i'm thinking that they would because let me tell you why because i believe with that car the car made that barrier i mean you know what i'm saying i believe if they would have had the other car they probably would have made it no um the reason why i don't think that is because they have they're using magic keep in mind they had the same barrier over their room doors so they couldn't get out of their rooms you remember that when tick tried to walk out his room it was the same barrier so they put that barrier all over there so that they would not leave and of course he needed him for the ceremony because they he think he's gonna live forever saying i want to live forever I think that's what he thought this was. So he decided to trick Tick into doing what he wanted to do. He shot and killed Letty and he shot Uncle George. Because he looked at Uncle George mistakenly because he asked him, who do you want next to get shot? He, I think he said, who do you, I think, care about the most? Something he said. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't who do you want shot next? It was, you know, uh, who do you care about the most? And instead of him looking at his dad, who I'm sure that's who he wanted to look at, he looked at Uncle George and he shot Uncle George. And so 
they got him ready for the ceremony. Uh, he's all naked. Let me just say this. Jonathan Majors, that body, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I can swoon. I can look at that all day. Baby. Oh, baby. Okay. That I'm body like, was noise. Just noise. Um, just noise. They prepped him. They bathed him or whatever. Put him in his robe and his slippers. Because he's supposed to get ready to do this big old thing. Uh, and and give them eternity, but they brought Letty back to life, but would not they, they were not going to heal Uncle George until after the ceremony was over, and that was quote unquote a promise, which I didn't necessarily trust. As a matter of fact, I didn't trust that all three of them were gonna, uh, any of them were gonna walk out of there after the tick gave them what they wanted. Um, but a funny thing happened <laughs> before. These people could get eternal life. Uh, and, and let me say this, Whitey on the Moon, which is a poem by Gil Scott Heron, who is like, the revolution will not be televised, that man right there. I love this poem. So while he's, they're prepping him and he's getting all this going on and he's getting ready to do the ceremony, there he's doing this poem, Whitey on the Moon. And um, it's funny because um, as this ceremony is going on and taking place, it seems like Tick is lighting up the room to do whatever needs to be done, and all of a sudden, it takes a turn for the worse. Mm -hmm. uh, takes that turn for the worse. When it takes that turn, Tick sees his ancestor down the hall, leading him out the house as the house is burning down and crumbling to the ground, because that's what happened. Uh, ti uh, not Titus. Samuel and all the white men had turned into pillars of salt. Uh, and, and that was that on that. That was the end of them. We didn't see them no more. I said, well, maybe magically they can do something. But Christina gave him this ring. And I think the ring was a conduit that kind of went against the, the grain. I think Christina also did something magically. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get what she did. But Christina knew what was going to happen um mm -hmm. in that situation so they get out they get away uh as they're getting out the house and he trying to find out if it lady and montrose and uncle george make it out uncle george dies um so that was hard i just knew uncle george was gonna come back Me um, too. To have Courtney B. Vance killed off in the second episode. The second, I second episode. I was, I was like, what? But you know what? I can't. Hold on. So. Okay, now what I was about to say is I kind of figured he was going to die for the, at, the point, at the part where he calls his wife. I think it was the first episode. It was the first episode. And he told her, when I come back, the next trip, we go, just me and you. Let me tell you what's funny about this. In the book, Hippolyta took a lot of the trips and George stayed at home. They had a son. That was, that's another difference uh, from the book in, in, the, in the show. They had a son. Um, so that was quite interesting, to say the least, that that, that was kind of what they, what they did with that. Uh, I hated to see Uncle George go, but Uncle George stayed alive in the book, so Mm, there's that. You yeah. don't make me have to read the book now. I, 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 I like the book. The book is not as good as the show, but I like the book because they took a lot of liberties and they and they created based off of, you know, um, 
based off the book. They just use the book as a map. Uh, some of the stuff is line for line, word for word, and a lot of the stuff they changed. Uh, but it's a really good book. I'm in the middle of it now. So when I get done with it, I read like two or three books at the same time. When I get busy, I put everything down. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's really, really good. I do. I put everything down and get engulfed in whatever's going on. But at any rate, um, so they go back home. They didn't lie to Hippolyte and told her the white police shot and killed George. Uh, Hippolyte knows something wrong. She didn't tore up that man's book. I think Dracula was his favorite book, if I'm not mistaken. She didn't tore that book up. Uh, no, I thought it was the, the crystal. The no, that's Montrose, not George. Montrose's okay. favorite book was The Count of Monte Crisco. So, okay, I thought that was one of the books that she um, tore up. Oh, no, she tore up the Dracula book, girl. Um, he, uh, so she tore that up. She went about another one. Um, she kept telling everybody, you know, she just had a feeling that they did not tell her that what happened. So How am I supposed I to? Don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm recording. You know I'm recording, right? Mm. Okay. You have to figure it out. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, she tore the Dracula book up. It was it was definitely torn up. Um, so yeah, she um she knew something was up. But meanwhile, Letty decided she was gonna be a pioneer and she buys a house with money that quote unquote came from her mother. Uh, <laughs> she buys this house in the north side of Chicago, which is literally all white at this time. Um, of course, they may they tried to make her very, very uncomfortable, but there is another uncomfortable truth in the house. This house belonged to a guy by the name of Hiram. I cannot remember Hiram's last name. Um, Winthrop, because <laughs> it's the Winthrop house. What's wrong with me? Hiram Winthrop, who was a scientist, but he believed in kidnapping and killing black people for scientific experimentation. So he had you, you, you isn't see, that like a real history thing? That's a real history. Uh, people they used to do that a lot, um, and take black people and experiment on them and do weird things to them. Um, and they died doing that. That's something that's really, really real. Um, and it's amazing. Our history is so much more gruesome than the picture that they paint when we're growing up in grade school and middle school and high school. It's so much more disgusting and so much more um, graphic and, and, and dramatic and, and, and very extra, um, but it is. Uh, but that there's some truth to that. Um, also, it, it, I also thought about situations where Henrietta Lack uh, I don't know if you saw that story um, where uh, they used her her body for science without her permission. Um, I think she had some type of, I don't know if it was sickle cell, it was some type of disease that she had and they used it to study the disease. Uh, no permission from her at all. Uh, the other thing was the, the um, um, in Tuskegee when they did the uh, simplest trials or whatever that situation was all of those things you know uh throughout history they have taken us and and taken us for granted and injected us with whatever even with the coronavirus right now with these vaccines they want to 
I saw this letter from one of the HBCUs saying that they were encouraging students to take the vaccine. I can't remember if it was Alabama State or Alabama A&M. And they were encouraging the students to take the vaccine for coronavirus. Why it got to be us first? Take that crap mm -hmm. all the first. <laughs> See how I do on them. And then you get back with me. So the, this is thing, these are things that have happened and take, taken place throughout history. It's, it's quite disturbing um and 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 people thought that this was okay um but Hiram's ghost is taking over the house along with the unrested souls in the house so there's eight black bodies skeletons that are in the basement basement of the house so there's a basement then there's a basement basement of the house and we'll talk about that a little later on as well because that leads to something else um and so you got basement, basement of the house, and you see these bodies that these people go, had gone missing, and all these news stories are in the paper of how these people went missing. Um, these different situations pop up where um, um, they didn't know where these people were. And then you found out just how corrupt the police department is because the police department is in on it too. <laughs> mm -hmm. So you're talking about the party. Have you got? You haven't gotten to the party, have you? I haven't gotten to the party yet, and I feel like I don't want to take this over an hour and a half, so I'm going to have to condense some things next episode, but um, the party happened, took place, uh, and we'll get to that because that's like two or three episodes. As a matter of fact, I don't even think that's in this group of episodes. I could be wrong. Episode three. Is it episode on episode three? three? Uh -huh. Okay. Because that's when we saw Bobo. And that's when they was talking about. Oh, you talking about the party at the house? You talking about the party right. at the house? Okay. Right. I thought you were talking about. I thought you were talking about the party at the at the police precinct. Okay. Mm -mm. Sorry. So um, we meet the captain of the police department. Um, and he picks up Letty. We're gonna talk about the party. So they had a party, like a housewarming party or whatever. Um, when they have the housewarming party, um, Letty get get this house because she wants to rent it out uh, to people as a boarding house so color people can have a way to you know uh uh live and they can live in in a nice environment in a nice neighborhood and of course you got white flight that you will see that takes place later on in the episode uh but white flight is you know it's too many of them negroes in our neighborhood we about to move mm -hmm. it's time to go um mm -hmm. and so um letty decided to do this she convince Ruby to help her work this situation out. And she's laid out everything, but she failed to tell Ruby that, hey, I possibly got this money from mama. <laughs> uh, she didn't tell her that. So um, they have the party um, and everything's all good. Tick and Letty gets it on, uh, but Letty didn't tell Tick that she, you know. It's a version. It's a version. Um, and um, didn't do that, but she was also suggestively dancing with another gentleman. Uh, also, Tree, who is a S starter, by the way, old Tree, old Tree, old Tree. Tree comes in, and now a lot of people feel like his character should have been developed more. No, I don't think I don't want to see Tree's life. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't uh, at all. Period. I don't want to see Tree's life. Um, but a lot of people thought that we they should have delved a little bit more into Tree, and uh, no, no, they did good. They did good. Tree claimed he, you know, slept with um, Letty, Letty. in high school. Uh, that was not the case. She was a whole virgin out here in these streets. Um, so 
<laughs> whole version out here in these streets. Um, she uh, and Tick get it on in the bathroom. She comes out. She's just kind of thinking about, oh my God, I lost my virginity in the bathroom on the sink. God, what is wrong with me? And she's but she in her said she day. needed it though. Well, she, she, she needed it. Um, and so all of a sudden you see a flicker of, of fire uh, in the lawn and they have burned a cross on the front lawn of the Winthrop house. Winthrop house, I'm sorry. With the, yeah. with the cars and the bricks on the horns. Right, in the horns because they're trying to get the people to get out. So, uh, of course, uh, earlier uh, after that situation, I think before the party happened, Letty went downstairs and saw something. They thought it was the white people getting in the house, breaking in, uh, doing stuff. Uh, she saw, but it was the spirits trying to get out. The spirits like, look, we need some rest. We need some peace. We need our bodies back because my body part over there on that person, that baby head is over there on that big old basketball player. None of this looks right, okay? Uh, they have really screwed up and have done us in for the blood of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And, I, you know, we need some rest. <laughs> we just need some rest. So um, Letty didn't realize that one of those people who needed the rest was pulling the blanket off of her. And she was hot because... She wanted to go, went to go turn the uh, thing down. She lit up the window, that horn, that brick was on the horn and it was going off and she had to let it down. So let's talk about some things that happened during the party too before, because we, we talked about that. So one thing, one historical figure that we met in the story was Emmett Till, who was best friends with these, uh, D, uh, a Bobo. and his nickname is Bobo. Um, and so they were playing with the Ouija board. That's something else black people don't do. I'm sorry. I ain't never in my life tried and, won't, won't, and I won't ever, won't ever try to thought I was gonna play with no Ouija board. Um they're playing with this Ouija board in the basement and they asked this question: Am I gonna have a good time on my trip this summer? They said nope. And they said, nah, bro, you, you're not gonna have no good and you, time. And I kind of wish. And then I know this was naive of me because I know how his story ends. Right. I, I kind of wish that like, don't go then. Don't go. Save. Save. I really but, wish he had said don't go neither. But what at that time, what child had a choice? He was a child. He was 14 years old. He had no choice. Mama, mama sent baby away to live with relatives in the summertime. And, and let me say this. I have friends that I went to school with. Um, they were from Chicago, but they had relatives in Mississippi because a lot of people left Mississippi to move to Chicago. Um, and so every summer they would come to Mississippi to visit with said relatives. It could be grandmama, it could be great grandmama, mm -hmm. a great aunt, something. And they mm -hmm. spent the whole summer with them in Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And that was, mama's, that was mama's time to break. Not saying that that's what his mama was trying to do, but that was break time for mama because I'm, I'm my life is about this child. It's the summertime. He needs to go play in the woods. You know what I'm saying? He needs to get that country feeling in that life. But this, although again, Chicago was not was not uh, they were racist as well in Chicago. Regardless, they were racist all over the United States of America, no matter where you went at this time. However, it was a lot better in Chicago than it was in Mississippi, as as far mm -hmm. as. The, the folk being able to do their thing. They had their own side of town. The white folk didn't mess with them on their side where they did. But it, it was a it was a whole lot better. It was a better situation than not knowing if you was gonna end up dead, dead for real in the backwoods of Mississippi. 
So uh, again, I wish his mama had a kept him home, and I'm sure she right. today she died. I'm sure she wished she had a kept him home as well, mm-hmm. and not sent him down there with with, with his relatives. Uh, another interesting fact was Wendy found out. <laughs> I did not Martin know this. Martin Luther King liked the white girls. <laughs> no, but no, I didn't know his name was Michael. It was Michael. Yes, his name was Michael. But he's going by Martin now. Yeah, he 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 goes by Martin. He changed it. Um, Martin Luther was somebody that he um like he he was a so what a lot of people don't know about Martin Luther King was he was an avid philosopher. He he studied philosophy. He studied Gandhi. He studied Martin Luther. He studied those guys. Um, as a part of his studies in seminary college, I don't know if that was a part of it or he just liked to read and like to take on certain thoughts. But he was a philosopher, and yes, he had some skeletons in his closet. He was he, he was like the white life. women, baby. He liked, and that's how the FBI got him because he was with the white women. Okay, mine liked the whiteies. Okay, that's why. But then they said, no, nah, because remember they said, you know, he got a white girl fiance. No, he married a colored woman. They made him marry a colored woman. So my thing was, did he ever love Coretta Scott King? I think he did love Coretta Scott King. I don't think he didn't love her. I just think that, here's the thing. You got to think about the time. This is the 50s and the 60s. Who is going to be okay? Now the white girl and her family were okay with Martin Luther King because he was going to school up north. And mm-hmm. not everybody had a problem with it. People still had a problem with their relationship even when he was up mm-hmm. there because I went and read the article. They had a problem with the relationship but her parents didn't have a problem with it. They liked him. Um, however, Martin Luther King was also about to be a face of a movement. So what does mm-hmm. he look like fighting for rights of black people and he got this white woman on his arm? How does that look? <laughs> well, it looks like it, it. You know, just think about it. Most of these black people, black celebrities, black male celebrities, have white. And I don't have a problem with that, uh, per se. Uh, I, I don't. You know, if that's what mm-hmm. if that's what you like, and that's what you want. Now, what I do have a problem with is the ones that make those excuses where the black women ain't never treated me right. Well, they're crazy. Or I the black women crazy, or the black women they don't know how to submit. Friend when he said that, because he said he's gonna marry him a Japanese woman, because black women are crazy. I said, hold on, we was driving. I said, hold on, I'm not going, I'm not going to crash this car by t- trying to talk to you from the, you know, in the back seat. Right, right. But I said, you come from a black woman. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you calling your mama crazy, your grandmama crazy, crazy. your auntie crazy, your cousins crazy. crazy. Right. You calling me crazy. Mm-hmm. And Joshua kind of look, I said, boy, you good shit up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like, I, I said, okay, so if you if you're attracted to Japanese women, that is fine. But mm-hmm. do not degrade a black woman because, because to, of your to justify. Right, don't degrade black women because because you want to justify why you like. Just say that's what you like. I don't need to hear from Fifty Cent or, or Lil Wayne. I don't like black women because y'all crazy. Y'all don't know how to submit. Y'all don't know how to do this. Y'all don't have my brother. Just say I would rather be with a white woman. Don't tell me how bad I am and try to make me look bad to make yourself look good. It doesn't make sense. 
So you like a white woman, I have no problem with it. Marry them, get with them, baby. Get with the Asians, get with the whoever's uh, and, and do your thing, but don't tear me down to make yourself look better. Yeah. Um, so, of course. Yeah. So at any rate, those tidbits of history. Another thing that I want to mention, and we're going to be wrapping it up soon. I didn't talk about all five episodes. Because it's the ending of we haven't talked about the ending. What? No, that's what I said. We're going to be wrapping it up soon. I'm going to finish this episode, but we're going to have to. I'm going to have to find out how to condense the other. The other. This might need to be a three parter. (laughs) It might need to be. Um, and so. Again, ladies in deep thought, and she sees the cross burning on the lawn, and she tired. She's sick and tired. So she goes and she gets this back. And she and goes ham. Go ham on all them cars. Go ham. Go hard. What was the name of the um song that they played when she was doing it? Um everything that the devil stole. I'm I'm taking it back. Yes. Um, that's Dorinda Clark Cole. Yeah, and then, but then you know what? This, you know what part really, really touched me in the heart? What? Those black men, they got their guns. Yes, they say, y'all ain't touching y'all her. Y'all not come over here. Y'all did not come ah! over here and touch her. Yes, that touched my soul so mm-hmm. good. That was, I was like, that's the type women. of protection we need as black women. Absolutely. You ain't gonna touch our black queen. No, you're not. No, you're not. I don't know where, why we've gotten so far away from that. And I, even to this day, I see on Facebook, that stripper don't need to be protected. This hole don't need to be, I see that all the time. Yes, because somebody didn't protect them all this time. They need to be protected, period. <laughs> they black women, protect them, period. Um. So, I liked how those brothers got behind her while she did that. Of course, she knew she was going to jail, so they already prepared. Uh, they took, took they, the they, guns they away. They threw the guns in, right. in Ruby's car. Ruby drove away. Drove right, right. on down, up the, up the road and around the corner. Uh, but let me let me make an interesting point. We, we meet the, the chief of police. He's in the back of the paddy wagon. They got a paddy wagon, baby. I don't know why. But yes, I do know why. Freddie Gray. Uh, we remember that he was put in the back of the paddy wagon. They do not know how he uh, died. Of course, according to them, they don't know how he died. We kind of have a clue or an understanding of how he died. They beat that boy while he had while he, while he was handcuffed. So, um, but to say I didn't put my hands on you or touch you, you see, they were rattling the paddy wagon and locking that lady all around, and to the point to so she could have hit her head and, and been unconscious. And I imagine that's what happened to Freddie Gray in the back of that paddy wagon. So um, that was that was a, 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 a point to just kind of show. Um, I don't care what they say. Oh, well, we didn't touch them, but you were abusive towards that young man. So. Um, Letty gets out and she's trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, she finds out reading up on the house because the chief of police have told her that there was Hiram's house. Uh, you know, he got, she explained to him, you know, kind of what Hiram's deal was. So she starts reading up on Hiram Winthorpe and trying to figure out what's going on, what the deal is why is he talking about this man and who is he so she finds out he did the experimentation on the black people and um did those those disrespectful things 
uh, to black folk and finds out that uh, in the process of him uh, doing these very disrespectful things to black people, uh, he also uh, was doing this because he thought this was going to get him closer to whatever. Of course, the sons of Adam kind of disowned him in the process because they didn't 100% agree with everything that he was doing. But the police department there had no problem with it because we find out later that the police chief has black skin on his body. <laughs> Awful. It's disgusting. Oh my God. So So he was in cahoots with Winthrop though. Was he, he was in cahoots with Winthrop. Yes, he absolutely was. Because he was doing okay, the same so, thing. So Letty, so Letty is in after that incident, Letty is in tick um or you know, Letty um is looking at papers. And right. she's telling Tick that she thinks that the house is haunted. Absolutely. And she, and she shows him the clippings of all those people. And she was telling him those souls are buried in her house. Yeah. And they're trying to get out. And so they end up calling somebody that does witchcraft and stuff like that. I'm trying to speed it up for you. They, um, they start, um, they got this woman. She, she knows about the spirits and stuff like that. Yes. She got a goat. She sacrificed the goat. Baby, like, sacrificed it. I was trying to say, now behold the lamb, but it was a whole goat. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, no, you you go go ahead. You get me. You okay. get yourself. Okay, so she sacrificed the goat, cut the throat, put blood on X on her head, on um, 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 Letty's head and Tick's head, and put an X on the house, I believe. Yeah. And so they go downstairs to where it is. Mm -hmm. Then you see three white dudes coming into the house with they bats and stuff. Yeah. So they broke into the house in, intending to harm or kill them. Yeah. Okay, so while they're downstairs rumbling with the spirits because the man, um, whatever his name is, mm -hmm. he comes out, he possessed, he um, made the light, the, um, the, um, sprinklers go off yeah. so their their exes are washed off right because so, right, they're not protected anymore right. next thing you know they're trying to run the spirit grabs the voodoo lady I'm going to call yeah. her the voodoo lady the voodoo and lady he, that's how we know <laughs> okay and then he goes into her body right and then he leaves her body goes into Tick's body Absolutely. and Tick was saying better get out of my house get out of my house get out of my house and all that kind of stuff and so while that was going on, the three white dudes, two of the white dudes get burned to death. Oh, yes. And then one of the white dudes, the other white dude, he opens up, he opens up the elevator and the elevator went down or did it go up? I don't know. Went but whatever way, whatever, whatever way the elevator took that head off. Took the head off. <laughs> to this day, we don't know how the bodies got down to the ground. Nope. To the ground know. level. And so I think the spirits so, carried them on. <laughs> exactly. And so they went. And so you go back to in the basement, they're going through all of this. And so Letty was like, I'm tired of this mess. Look, y'all ain't dead yet. We can fight. Right. We can still fight. Right. We can still fight. And they start chanting stuff. And as you can see, all of the spirits that was gone, all of the of the, the um people that was that have died in the hands of Winthrop. They're coming together. And the first time you see them, how they had died. Right. You know, one had baby hair. I don't know if that baby, they, 
It was a baby's head, head on a big basketball player. Basketball player. Like the and basketball then, player had to been like shake size. Right. <laughs> and then you saw a woman, I guess she took somebody, they took the baby from her or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It was just it was just horrid. And so as they chanting against that man's spirit, you saw their bodies coming as whole like they yeah. were. Yeah. And so it killed that spirit and they was finally released and yes. go on. And they um and I and I kind of think they were still kind of protecting her. Oh yeah, house. I think they were still protecting her. But I, I also think that what they had to know was that she was not their enemy. Right. Um, and, and that was another thing that they had to be sure of. And since she helped get Hiram right on out, their protection was still there. Also, you see, Christina can't come into the house, and we're gonna talk about that on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um so in the end, we do, uh, Letty lets it out that, you know, she got money from her mama, um, which, you know, Ruby's pissed off about. And again, I don't see this as a colorism issue. I just see this as a my little sustained shit issue. That's what, that's really what I see. Um, the, um, she was mad and she was like, well, you didn't think it was, you know, important to give some money to me and our brother. Like, you know, you just thought, you was gonna just leave it up and you know her thought process was well i that's what i want that's why i bought this house so you know we can you know that's money coming in for us and we she said but you didn't do nothing but move all your artist friends here your dancer friends and your musician friends that's how you did you didn't really move in people that could it could help um and so of course she changed her tune by the end of the episode of course you know she had tore her drives with ruby um, in the process of tearing her drawers with Ruby, um, Tick finds out that it was actually Christina that gave Ruby her the money. I'm um, not Ruby, uh, Letty the money. Letty. Um, and let's talk about a real tist versus a real turk. A real tist is what black people, the only thing that black people could be back in those days, they could not be a real turk. So the sale of a house or anything, and of course, white people didn't necessarily want to deal with black people, so they they allowed black people to get uh, this license uh, to be a realtist because um, mm-hmm. they could not get a realtist license because it was against the law. Um, so uh, we I found that out. I didn't know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, but <laughs> but that's what it was. Um, I'm. Uh, but Tick was finna kill Christina. He was about to shoot her and she stopped. <laughs> she stopped him and told him, you gotta be smarter than that, bro. You you really gotta be smarter than that. You can't be killing no white woman in broad daylight and you black. So he was planning on running. He was gonna kill her and he was gonna get up and he was gonna go to Florida. That was his plan. Um, but we will i think this is gonna be a three-part episode Mm -hmm. uh just because we had so much to talk about um we're just actually really skimming the surface of these episodes that's what we are definitely doing uh because again i would have liked to dissect each episode um but alas could not do that uh we uh will be having um some other show discussions uh, we are going to talk about some weekly favorites that we have and just kind of delve into those uh, on the upcoming episodes. But we're we going to finish Lovecraft Country. So This Is Us comes out uh, this week. So we're going to watch that. Uh, I'm going to try to get on Supermarket Sweep 
and try to watch a couple of the game shows. Uh, are you done with Shit's Creek? I am not because I have to pay my Netflix. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's so, on Hulu too, by the way. I, I can't get oh, it on Hulu. I, don't have it. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, that's another one that we'll probably be talking about is really, really good. That crazy show. That was a hilarious I'm, show. And I I'm hate like, it. It's like, I found this funny, funny show in, yeah, I found this funny, funny show and um, now it's gone. It's no longer. And, um, but I, I, I think that Eugene Levy and Daniel Levy and Sarah and, and the gang over there uh, with Shits Creek, Kevin's mom, I will forever call her. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's mom, uh, all of that, the, the crew there, it was awesome. It was an awesome show. Uh, so we're going to eventually talk about Shit's Creek as well because um, it was super funny. I, I, I like the, the comedy. Uh, at any rate, we will be back next week with part two of Lovecraft Country. Uh, we just touched on oh. the first three oh. episodes. What are you waving at? Uh, <laughs> we just touched on the first three episodes. We're going to kick it off with episode four. Um four or five i guess we'll do four five and six next week mm-hmm. and then do seven eight nine ten we can briefly go over the um of the, the um the, of the vietnam south korea story it's important but it's not it's important because it plays a role i'm we may be able to do maybe four through seven then if that's the case if, if we yeah. can briefly do that and then just do eight, nine, and ten to wrap it up. So, um, if you guys listen to the podcast um, and you like what you hear, um, uh, join us. Uh, right mm-hmm. now, we don't have we don't have any of the emails and stuff. Right now, we're gonna get that set up hopefully in the coming weeks. But um, you all definitely can catch us on the size up. Uh, we record live uh, on Sunday, starting at three. Well. Three-ish <laughs> on Facebook Live um, and, and catch us there. If you have a favorite show that you want to discuss or you want us to check out, hit us up, let us know. We'll make sure that we check it out and see what, what our reviews are on the show and what's good and bad and all that good stuff. I'm going to attempt to finish Bad Hair. Uh, I got to watch another Marvel movie this evening. I'm going to attempt to finish Girl. I'm gonna pray for you to when you watch it, cause I mean I'm just gonna pray that you can finish it. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So we're gonna we're gonna work on it, and hopefully I can finish it. And maybe I can have a little review for you guys next week. Because all I can say about it is you got all these star-studded people, and you got this. Oh wow. Okay. That's yeah. That's okay. how I feel about it. Okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, before we wrap up here, uh, make sure you guys are checking out the. UPN slash CW Black shows that <laughs> was was on. Uh, we watched all of One on One, and I've watched all of Moesha. I'm gonna say this again, and I stand behind my statement: Teenagers are trash. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't trash. I was. I'm not, I wasn't trash. I was not I was no, like, because I was scared of Vicky. However, uh, I was scared of Vicky. Okay, uh, afraid. I was very afraid. I was afraid. Um, That's why we call a Hurricane Clement. But it's the trip. And then I'm noticing um, the toxic relationship between Joan and Tony on Girlfriends. 
It wasn't it's like all a codependency. It wasn't all Tony, right? It wasn't all Tony. It, it was a lot of Joan in that in that uh, toxicity too. Uh, so make sure y'all are checking it out. Uh, I'm I'm doing half and half. I'll probably get back on girlfriends because I stopped and started watching the other ones, and then my child has me watching Sister Sister. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, we watch TV over here. That's what we do. So um make sure you guys are following us uh we're gonna get our social media pages and stuff together we just had to go on and start recording but we, we're gonna get it together really. we're gonna get it together we are but check us out on the size up on facebook the size of 2102 uh on instagram we'll have the instagram pages and facebook pages up for our respective podcast so thank you guys for joining us when do you have anything else nope that's it all right, well, we will see y'all next week. All right, tune in. <laughs> Break away, forget your sober case. Stop telling on empty words. Stop stalling in the doorway. And cancel the cruise control. Switching in the manual. Don't you want to feel right again?